When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Eric. And I am Brittany. And we are... For Colored Nerds. The conversations that black people have. And white people are not in the room. But we record them. And we put them on the internet. We share them with you guys. Well, we... Sh- it's getting to the point where we have shared them yes, with you we, guys. Yes, we used to put them on the internet. We used to put them in. The- this is like, you know, we're coming to... We're coming to a close. So, okay. So, okay. At the end of our last episode, we said that we would be giving you guys one last episode where you would get a sneak peek at part of an episode of our upcoming show with Gimlet Media, The Nod. This is not that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) You will be getting that next week. This is just a bit of a bonus. Yes. So, um, so, you know, in the last episode, we shared a few of our favorite moments from the show. And if you haven't listened to it yet, you should listen to it. Um, but we realized we couldn't really leave you guys without like a, a little bit more reflection on our journey with For Colored Nerds. And just like a few thank yous and shout outs to everybody who has supported us along the way. So we decided to give you guys a little bonus episode action. Because I mean, like... Like, this has been three years of our lives that we're wrapping up. Like, I I haven't wrapped up three years of anything at this point. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's a lot. We got feelings. We got shit to say. We got shit to say. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Yeah. It's really crazy to see something through to completion like this. Yeah. Yeah. In general, that is not something. I don't know that that's necessarily ever been one of my strong suits. I'll get to that in a second. We can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I'm glad I'm glad that we have. Um and there's not a real agenda today. Mm-mm. Um we just wanted to we wanted to maybe answer like a like talk our way through maybe two questions. Yes. Yeah, and just kind of look back. Yes, take a look back. So, I mean, maybe we should just jump right into it. It's I, I'm you seem you seem like I, I can see something in how you feel right now. You seem to be feeling. Well, yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, I feel all the time. That's yes. it's, it's, make no mistake. I'm an extremely emotional person. I feel all of the time, but it's it's like it's really interesting. It's just interesting to like to be recording this final episode because make no mistake, mm-hmm. a part of me is doing triple backflips. <laughs> Yeah, because we are done with this show. Just because, like, I think I think we've also talked to people about this before. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work to be doing this and any full time job at yeah. the same time. And 
you know, just uh, with all the other stuff that we've had going on, even just like with specific work projects or work goals, it was a lot like maintaining this show on top of all of that was a lot. I'm really proud of the fact that we did it. And I'm really proud of the fact that we have been able to see the entire thing through and to like a really nice conclusion We where we're kind of taking a lot of the groundwork that we've laid with this show and bringing it to a different format and a different style. Yeah, it's been it's been tough, but I am excited to. Like the product of that that sacrifice has been really nice. Yeah, and I like you like you mentioned. I'm excited to kind of take the best parts of this and fold it into this new thing that we have coming yeah. out, the nod, and and hopefully I think people will, will like that and kind of see the um, see the essence of for colored nerds. I think so. <laughs> I, I definitely think the DNA is in there. <laughs> the DNA is from, in there. From what right. we've done so far, from what we worked on so far, you, it is safe to say the DNA is strong. Yeah. And you will find that out very, very soon. Very soon. Like, really, really soon. Like today. But before we get into that, I think we, we have, like, two questions that we came up with uh-huh. that neither... I, like, I don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say. Mm-mm. But I think it will help us to kind of contextualize a little more how we feel about, like, having done this. Having done this show. Yeah. Um, so should we just, like, jump jump into Let's it? Let's jump in. You you uh, go ahead. You should ask. Okay. So the the first question is, like... Three years ago, mm-hmm. what did you think the result of making For Color Nerds would be? Like, you know, <laughs> in whatever its end, you know, like whenever. What what did you think the result of all this would be? To me, best case scenario, at that point I was working in marketing. And I didn't really like the job that I had then. Like the people were cool, but I just wasn't feeling the tasks. So my thought was, I was like, okay, people like podcasts are going to be a new form of content marketing. So, like, we're going to make this podcast. Maybe some people are going to like it or listen to it. Best case scenario, we do it for, like, six months. And, like, and then as I'm applying for a new job or maybe applying to graduate school, someone's going to be like, oh, cool, she started her own thing or she had her own project. That's great. And then, honestly, to me, best case scenario, I was going to get a content marketing job. That was, like, that was, like, like, and, like, maybe not even in podcasting, Uh not even, like, in audio, just, like, a content marketing job. Like I would become like, do, just make a lateral move to a different company and continue to work in marketing, which perfectly fine profession, not yeah. one of my strong suits. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest goal to me is I was like, okay, this is something that I kind of put my energy into outside of work and outside of the rest of my life. Maybe it, I will reap some sort of marketing professional benefit. Mm-hmm. And that was literally, that, that, was that was it. That was it. That was it. That was wow. it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this is may I maybe know that more of the answer to this question, this follow up. Um, so, how do you feel about? <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I think everyone in my life is relieved. I was just looking at my LinkedIn profile the other day, and I was like, which I like, I barely use it, but I was like, oh my god, like, I was. I think I, I think eventually I was going to be okay. Like if I think about it in all honesty and hindsight, I think the age about twenty seven, twenty eight, a lot of things started to gel and come together in my life. I think that would have happened even if I didn't end up in podcasting. But what a blessing to be able to work on something that I really enjoy, an industry that I that I where you know I've really sort of found like people who who I really like, who I enjoy working with or working for. Yeah, like what a privilege to be able to have that, and and how lucky to have stumbled into it um and now i sort of get to you know live out the rest of my career hopefully yeah like in media doing something that i really like like that's very like that's so unusual it's very very lucky so i feel good about it yeah 
What about you? What What did you think the ultimate result of doing this show would be? It's interesting what your answer was because it was mainly career focused, and in like nine times out of ten, any answer to any question, you I, that is I asked, answer yes, I, I, I answer it based on like what it is going to mean for my career uh-huh. at some point <laughs> or money. Yeah, like um, except this question actually. So when we first started talking about this, like you mentioned, you're hoping to like create something. Yeah. But at the same time, we were having you were trying to think about like what you know creatively you could work on. You, yeah. You were thinking about a diff a few different executions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other stuff I had to unfortunately I had to like I never write anymore. I don't have the time. I was yeah. working on a short film. I had to kill it. Um. But the other piece of that was like. Our friendship had not necessarily been. It wasn't in a bad place. No, it wasn't in a bad place. I just did. We didn't hang out that much. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. We really didn't. But Eric and I really didn't. I would hang out with you maybe a couple times a year. Yeah. And like after I wasn't, if I if I didn't live near you, I wasn't going to see you. And I and I don't enjoy talking on the phone or texting. No. So I so we also just we just didn't talk that much. No. And we had been really good friends, you know, for a time, but it was, I think you were somewhat frustrated that we were, had the potential to be as close as we were, as we have been. And yet there was mostly from my part, very little effort to continue. You're not, you're not a, like a, like a, let's call, let's talk on the phone. Let's hang out. That's not a person. You'll still be friends. Like, I know I'll still be one of your best friends, but you're very much like, I'll, when I talk to you the couple times a year that I do, this is enough. (laughs) Yes. Um, but so so for me, the honestly, the only thing that like, I mean, there was a, a piece of a piece of my mind that was like, oh yeah, maybe people listen to this and maybe it'll be a thing. Mm-hmm. But the majority of it was just like, oh, this would be a like a regular like you know semi fun thing that I can do <laughs> with with <laughs> like Brittany. You know, at that point, every week, I don't know yeah. what the fuck we were thinking about that. Uh, you, that was a that was again that was one of your calls yeah. right there. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Um. So yeah, so I was just really, I was just really excited to have like a like a way that we could, like something we could do yeah. that felt different, that wasn't talking on the phone or texting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would allow us to kind of like you know further our our friendship. Yes, and now, and now, at oh this man, point, you want to know something? Before, okay, so a lot of people don't know this. Eric and I have actually never been on a double date before. <laughs> That's correct. We've That's never true. been on. We have never. We've obviously spent time with all of our partners you know everybody all together multiple occasions we have never been on a double date before it was because you well before because you frankly you communicated to me that you in in no uncertain terms had no fucking desire um and then you're just not you're not that kind of you're like not really trying to organize stuff like once you met carla you were like okay i've i yes i have my person me and this person are gonna hang out we have our things that we're gonna do i'll see you when i see you peace out (laughs) And then, so that was what it was before. And now it's like, we see each other so much that I think pretty much my boyfriend and Carla are all the only people trying to organize this double date. And what you, you said, Carla came to you one time and was like, I feel like, you know, only me and redacted yeah. are the only people who care about this. It's true. Like, basically, we we aren't pressing for it. No, there's but- not. Because we we know everything. Everything. <laughs> I, I know everything that has happened to you for the past twelve years. Yeah. I um. So we're caught up as far as like I usually was present for a lot of important things. Yeah. And then you know anything that I missed for the most part, maybe twice a year, I'll tell you something that you didn't know. Today I yeah. told you something something else that you didn't know about me. But like 
that's really like we for work like we're always at work you know where i am when i'm not at work i know pretty much what you're doing when you're not at work like there's no news there's no news yeah there's no news and so yeah it's it's just it's like it's funny, but like, so it, you mentioned it earlier, you know, careful what you wish for. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, but, but I, but I am also thankful. I will, you know, I will be, I'll be straight up and I will, you know, pay you a compliment. I'm, I'm thankful that we were able to do this and it has had this result because, you know, obviously like, I, like, I knew we had, I knew we always had the potential to be really close friends and we had, we had been before, but I will be very honest in saying that this is not <laughs> what I had pictured at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. But it's been nice, you know. Yeah. It's been really nice. Um, I've said in a in an episode a long time ago. Um, I think it might have been the Wonder Years, but I was that I, I at, at the point in which Carla got pregnant and we were, you know, um, getting ready to have Eve. Like I was very nervous that, like, you know, our friend group would splinter, mm. and that I would not be able to like show Eve like what having a strong community and, and group of friends looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm happy to say that that has not happened. No. Um, <laughs> no, it hasn't happened. That, that has not happened at all. And it's been really nice. You know, even, even doing this has had peripheral effects, like throughout the rest of our friend group, mm-hmm. in terms of making sure we all stay, like, close mm-hmm. and things like that. So that's been really nice and surprising compared to i guess what i thought was going to happen and again i thought maybe like 6 months yeah i was like <laughs> cuz to me i'm like okay podcast like you do it and you get tired of it yeah and you're like okay whatever yeah i we did get tired of it but i we think did. all but i think that that ultimately i think all the benefits of doing it most times they greatly outweighed you know all of the like the time away from friends and family and like a lot of the extra hours of work mm-hmm. and and the frustrations of just keeping anything going on the side while you have a full-time job. Yeah. I think ultimately like all of the great stuff that we got out of it definitely outweighed that. For sure. Okay, cool. That was fun. Yeah, that's that that's nice. interesting. I didn't know that. I really I didn't know that that was yeah, one of the, that was like the ultimate goal that you wanted to get out of it. That really warmed my heart, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't know what I was in for. No, so. I mean, you guys now literally like <laughs> it's very fortunate that I keep the way I keep my my monitor at like at eye level. Um I can't always see Eric's face directly across from me, but he sits now directly yeah. it's across a lot. from me. <laughs> Every day, my native friend. If somebody had told me like ten years ago, like, "Oh, this person, you're actually going to spend uh, the majority of your adult <laughs> life with this person," I would have been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like, no, you no. Got, yeah, it's unconscious. It's like unconscionable. You have no concept of what that means. So that's actually that's a really good spot. We should we should take a quick break. Yes. All right. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you buy a new house, you might say... Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say... Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) 
No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. One, two... Three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back for the last time. For the damn. <laughs> Sorry, I said it like real sinister. But it's um, true. Welcome back for the last time. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a question for you, Brian. Okay, I'm ready. Having now, like, come through the end of it, we've made uh, the show. Sure. What are you most proud of? Um, so you said something earlier in the first half of the show where you said you basically implied that finishing things was not necessarily a strong suit for you. And I want to push back on that. In general, I think that you enjoy completion. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> there's nothing that you love more than some follow through. Yes, that's true. But also, I think that like what the thing that I think that I might be the most proud. Like, I think that actually seeing this show through to completion is the thing that I'm most proud of. But I guess depending on who you talk to in my life, I probably actually have a problem with completion. Mm-hmm. But it more has to do with I think like actually being involved with something that I felt was worth seeing through. Mm. You know, and um, not even just the completion part of it, but the fact that we really created a whole thing and we expanded, you know, our understanding of the world. We learned a lot. Um, We expanded like a community. There's a community of people that enjoy the show. The fact that like really we grew something from from very, very little. uh, I'm extremely proud of that. And the fact that like, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, we we had a hunch we started making something we enjoyed it so we kept doing it and it turned into something that really changed our lives and you know it brought lots of different people into our paths and you know like that's like that's a really really cool that's a really really cool thing even going back and listening to the older episodes and hearing how much better we've gotten at like interviewing people yeah. and engaging in conversations with each other like we've got we've gained so many professional skills just like the hearing the growth in and of itself is really amazing. But just like, yeah, really having a complete and total freestanding project that uh, yielded all of this amazing stuff like that we just started. Like that's like nobody, nobody came to us and asked us if we yeah. wanted to do something. And, you know, nobody gave us the idea. Nobody had any money. Yeah. You know, Lord knows. <laughs> yeah. Lord knows. Nobody. Had any, but like we really just were like, we're going to try this thing and we're going to do it. And we like it became this bigger thing um, just from like just basically like, you know, this germ of an idea it became this bigger thing. It ran its own full life course i feel really proud of the fact that we started with something really small we really put our true selves out there and we created this community of people who um who genuinely care and you know and who reached back you know and we you know we saw the whole thing through i think this is like one of the the first adult things that i've ever done Mm. one of the, the first like big it's a major dedication to take on something that it doesn't make you any money 
really. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. really make you any meaningful money outside of your job. And it, it takes a lot of time. So, you know, the dedication and, and the follow through and the community that we kind of picked up from from nothing. That is the thing that I'm most proud of. Mm. What about what about you? Uh, what am I most proud of? Um, for me, it's the skills. We've learned a trade. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, we, we definitely did not set out to mm. learn a trade no. doing this. No. Um, but learning how to produce this podcast and ultimately how to produce podcasts in general mm-hmm. has, like, that, that alone has actually changed my life in a way that I'm really thankful for. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just, like, I've learned how to edit things in Pro Tools. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> but... Like, producing a podcast is about understanding how to, like, tell stories, mm-hmm. how to have a conversation that's interesting, mm-hmm. but also how to understand what people are feeling emotionally. Mm-hmm. You're, you want to drive towards the things that make people feel, mm-hmm. you know? It keeps you very present in a con- when talking to people. Mm-hmm. And it also makes you look out for, like, the, the deeper thing behind why somebody is telling you something. Because that's the thing we have to try to pull out, like... Earlier, when I throw out a comment about, oh, I have, you know, finishing something to completion wasn't one of my strong suits. Mm-hmm. Like, you now know enough to be like, wait, you know, not only let me push back on that, but let, let me, you know, talking about why that it's why it's important to discuss that particular point. Mm-hmm. I think, like, not only do we have better conversations, mm-hmm. although they're too frequent, <laughs> uh, spend too much time together, but... I have better conversations with other people, too, because I'm listening to details and I'm digging into those details in ways I didn't necessarily know. Yeah. So that's one that's one skill is understanding how actually just to talk to people. Mm, That's good. And two, understanding like what about my life and the way I look at the world is important and interesting. Mm. Doing this with you pretty early on caused me to have a conversation with my mother that has actually, actually changed my life. Yeah. So basically doing this, I was like, hey, I should do an oral history project with my mom. Mm-hmm. I should maybe just sit her in the booth. We had access to a booth, mm-hmm. you know, to a studio at that point. Um, but you don't need that, you know. But I, I set her down. She happened to come here, like, shortly after Eve was born. Mm-hmm. And we spent, like, we spent hours in the studio just talking. She was just telling me about her life. All things that I had never heard before Mm -hmm. because, you know, you grow up as a kid with your parents and like you get some stories and you think you've got it. But you don't you often don't necessarily feel the urgency to to pry, you know. Yeah. To go back and be like, hey, no, tell me, like, how did you get from point A to point B? I want to know everything, everything. Um, But I, I happened to do that. And she told me about this story that ultimately became. The Deacons, that, the, the story that I did for Undone. So good. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Thank you. And doing that story changed my life. It changed my life in many ways. One, I have a profound understanding of what my family has accomplished. Mm-hmm. I look back at Bogalusa as being this like, you know, this place I used to go and kick it during the summers and, you know, run around with my cousins doing, you know, doing crazy shit that you do with your cousins mm-hmm. um, and hanging out with my grandmother to... The fact that they were able to continue in that in that environment and to thrive in that environment as being an accomplishment 
um, that environment being one that's like extremely racist and extremely um, violent. Mm -hmm. I have a better understanding of my mom's outlook on life. My mom is a ridiculously positive person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially in comparison to me. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Almost to the point of like, how, how, like, how did I get here? <laughs> you know? uh, because of how much she's of like a glass half full type of person. And I always thought like, like I didn't necessarily know that the amount of work it took to maintain that. Mm. And the thing that now I know things about her and what she's been through um, that make me see her positivity as a radical act, you know, mm. in spite of her. Like, in spite of all the things that have been thrown at her life, she chooses to look at this life in a ridiculously positive way. And I see that as, like, a choice and something that is, like, pretty profound considering the things that she's experienced. So, you know, in addition to just, like, also having to talk to people like Barbara Hicks and, like, um, Fletcher Anderson, who was a deacon. Barbara Hicks is the daughter of the leader of the deacons. Like, I found ways to be able to, to be interested in a thing and then learn more about that thing pretty directly in a hands-on mm-hmm. way and and tell other people about it. That For me, that's a massive skill. And when we started this show, it was mostly we read an article. We, we talked about that article with each other mm-hmm. to try to parse how we feel, felt about it. We might do some supplemental reading, but that was the end of it. And that, for me, no longer is the end of it. And... You know, and even you, the listener, will hopefully get more of that from the Nod Show, mm-hmm. you know, when it's out. You'll see that. Um, but that's a skill that I did not have to be able to learn about a story and then to feel empowered enough to tell that story and at the same time maintain the historical accuracy and the r- emotional resonance of that story is like a skill that I like that brings me a lot of joy now. And I'm really, really excited to to continue doing that. And that's something I would have never been pushed in that direction mm. had we not had we not done this. Mm. Um, so you know, and also sure, yeah, the Pro Tool working how to manipulate audio on like a more granular thing is fine. <laughs> There's a ways to go. I don't. Need, I didn't even. I don't even like to bring up Pro Tools because there, I have a ways to go. Yeah. But but anyway, just doing this and doing it for as long as we have has pushed new skills to the forefront mm-hmm. um, in ways that like is actually changing how I like look at look at the world and, and like my own life, which is pretty nice. Um, yeah, so I'm proud of that. That's great. I wish I had had something that profound to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. That's all good. You know. So we should do we should do a couple thank yous. Yeah, I mean, definitely there are a bunch of people who uh, have been very patient throughout the entire process, yeah. years of us making this show. Uh, both of our partners, yeah, Carla, yes, y'all are tripping if you think I'm about to say my man's name. <laughs> we love you both. So Almost much. got you. Almost got you. That ain't happening. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and, and little peanut, like basically yeah. the people who probably are most affected, I'd say, on a day to day basis by us working on this. Yeah. And and like we've kind of been gone for the past couple of years, but like you know now we're back coming yeah. home like Diddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Uh, my thank you can never be big enough. Um, and definitely um, friends and family. Yeah. Who have given me, <laughs> who have been very, at, at time at different turns, patient and hateful yeah. in the <laughs> nicest way possible. Just sort of like, I want to see you. Where have you been? Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be around a little bit more. Yeah. But also thank you for the, for the amount of, like, 
random encouragement. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wouldn't have always not not necessarily because I didn't think anybody wanted us to do well, but like the level of encouragement I've often been surprised at. Like how just how enthusiastic people have been in our life for pushing yeah. us to do this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, the support and encouragement has just been has been so 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 awesome. And also too, there's stuff that I and you may find this too that I've shared on the show that a friend or family member will follow up to yeah. be like you said this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll learn something about them that I didn't know before that really made me happy. So, yeah, thank you to the to our friends and family. Yeah. Um, thank you to people who have been guests on the show. Whoa. Like, so at, at a certain point, we were like, you know, we we started this to grow closer as friends, but also to kind of parse different things that we had, like, read. Yeah. Um, and so at a certain point, we were like, oh, wait, we can actually talk to those <laughs> to other people, people to other yeah. people holy shit so you know like all of the people who we've had on the show mm-hmm. you know i feel safe to say to speak for both of us mm-hmm. but we we are fans of yes you know and you should like honestly go back to those episodes there are gems yes and then dig into each of their individual like catalogs of work yes. because you will find like great things things that will motivate you and encourage you i know that because i've found those things yes um in every single person who we've had on the show yes um so yeah thank you to those people because you know folks got shit to do but yeah and like people like we do not pay people to be on the show (laughs) at all so it's a really big honor uh to have people come and actually like hang out with us on saturday morning like during most of their off time and like you know, in our in our hot little studio, and, and hang out. That's a really big. It's it's such a kindness, and I really appreciate the people that have done that. Also, um, while we're talking about the studio, shout out to Alex Bloomberg and Matt Lieber and everybody at Gimlet Media <laughs> who have gone above and beyond in accommodating our needs for making this show. Have given us the space and the tools to keep it going. Who gave us a place to? Who like her? I listened to some of these old episodes recently. Yeah. I could barely make out what we're saying, but they heard that. And not only like, you know, okay, great. We work at Gimlet. Like they, they saw that through and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But they even just heard, they like just showed us the kindness of inviting us into their office mm-hmm. and of like sharing their resources and allowing yeah. us to record. And to to my knowledge, to this day, I think we're still the only podcast who, that's not Gimlet who that records here yeah so um yeah like literally like thank you guys for all of the support and everything throughout because yeah i mean literally there are times that we've shown up really really super tired and cranky to work because we've been doing something for for colored nerds and everybody has just been okay yeah like all right yeah i get it yeah (laughs) Yeah. cool all right um and yeah there's a lot of people who would have done that so thank you guys there's another big thank you that we we have to give yes um and that thank you is to our producer. She's currently doodling yes. in the studio right now. Yes, in now. her bullet journal. In her bullet journal. <laughs> I think it's like a leaf. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll put you on the spot. Um, Bethel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you do you do you want to say a quick? Do you want to say a quick thank you? Oh, like yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. Just, do you want to hop on the mic? Do you want to hop wanna, on the mic? Do you want to say something? No, thank you. You taught me Pro Tools. That was great. <laughs> Pro Tools is not to be kitted with. No. No. Um, no, thank you so much for bringing me on and allowing me this opportunity to kind of get into podcasting in this way. I've enjoyed watching you at work <laughs> and <laughs> and seeing the magic behind the scenes. 
you work hard and it shows and it pays off and i'm you know i'm really proud um i'm excited to listen to the show that's the new one way more generous than you had (laughs) no it's true it's true everything all all true things so thank you um but yes, seriously, uh, Bethel, thank you. Um, it has been yeah. Like th- there came a point where th- this show would just not have continued. <laughs> no, seriously, like about six months ago, Bethel's been with us for about six months, and like I think that I, I, I in the past, anybody, people who are close to me, so for the past, like for 2016. I was not a pleasant person to be around if if anybody saw me at all. And like uh th- my life is actually different this year because we have had Bethel like working with us um and like taking over a lot of like the most time consuming work. I've gotten like a major chunk of my life back. Yeah. I can actually say I've gotten a major chunk of my life back. I'm still in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been kicked out of my family. Um, yeah, and so we, I really, really, really greatly appreciate that. Thanks. Yes. Um, and so now to maybe the last and the biggest thank you. Yes. Thank you to you, the yes. listener. Yes. Like, we never really thought people were going to listen to this show. No. 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 Seriously, no. Like, that was never even, that, that was never a question. I was just like, okay, we're just going to do this and put it out in the ether. Yeah. And it'll stay in the ether. <laughs> and, and and honestly, the response has been, frankly, like, overwhelming. Like, thank you so much for uh, for for valuing the things that we say. Yeah. Um, You know, and for, like, talking back to us and, you know, seeing us fit to at times provide you advice or like respond to like life events oh my god thank you for rocking with us when we would be releasing episodes on days that have nothing to do with any published day we Mm -mm. had told you Mm -mm. Um, we changed the published day at will and y'all actually show up every other week that is a beautiful thing people who have um, paid to come to live shows yes uh, people who have come to see panels that we've spoken on anybody who's like seen us in passing like out in the street or whatever who like you know told us that, that, that they liked something that we did all the tweets Facebook messages, emails, reviews, reviews, (laughs) the five-star ratings and reviews. (laughs) If you haven't even listened to this long after the show has ended, just go ahead and leave a five-star review. We want to keep that rating high. Go out on a good note. Exactly. Go on a good note. Go on a good note. Oh, we also would like to thank all of our family at ACAST. Yes. Yes. Shouts out to ACAST. Shouts out to ACAST. Y'all approached us with a way to make money off of this. Early. Early. (laughs) Which, like, nobody had really done. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. No, I mean, also, too, to, like, like, people who, like, colleagues and peers who, like, people who have never been too cool to be like, hey. I like the show. When you had that episode, that was really good. Like, you know, just anybody who has listened and enjoyed it, like, we thank you. Yeah. So... That's it. That is it. That's like the end of our little little bonus round. Yes. We shared some feelings. We cried. We bled. We didn't bleed. I don't think we bled. No one bled. <laughs> no one bled. <laughs> but but it was still it was tough. It was tough. It's tough. It's hard to say goodbye. Yes. But thank you. Thank you. We really, really, really appreciate you guys supporting us. And hopefully you will be following us on over to The Nod, our new podcast, which premieres on Monday, July. 17th but if you're in new york and you want to be in on the action early and also have the opportunity to meet us and have a drink you should come to our live show it's going to be wednesday july 12th at 7 p.m at the jerome l green space where we've had a couple of our other live shows yeah yeah and we're gonna have some pretty cool guests yes vincent cunningham of the new yorker and i'm an co-host of call your girlfriend 
which yes. is amazing. Yes. Yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be kicking it with us. Yes. We're going to have some fun conversation. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to tell some mm. stories. What does that sound like? What does that sound like? So, yeah, if you guys want to um, if you guys want to come through, come through. You can dap us up. It'll be all good. Um, but, yeah, so as far as, like, us sharing our feelings in this space, you know, that's kind of come to a close. Um, we're going to give you guys one more episode next week, a real episode, um, where we're going to share a portion of our first offering from The Nod. So, yeah. Until then, we will holler at you guys later. And um, as for Fakoa nerds, bye. Goodbye. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.